Oh, come on. Come on. Episode of the Manish Podcast. I believe this is episode five. Episode number five. You keep and, and what is unique about this episode is that we don't have a guest because we have just had that many life experiences over the past few weeks. We are the guests. That we are the guests. We, you know, have both been on vacation, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, our experiences there. And you share some very personal I sure information do. that stuff that that wasn't planned on me. That, to share. Yeah. Yeah, so that is uh, a doozy pun, um, <laughs> pun and foreshadowing. Uh, so yeah, so we do bear voices. <laughs> we do. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I forgot about the bear voices. Yeah, the bear. So, uh, it, pardon us, we do lose track of ourselves for a couple about twenty five minutes. minutes in, about <laughs> minute twenty five or twenty four. Yeah, I just you'll you'll hear a long pause of silence we or wheezing. <laughs> it was. I just I think it's really funny when bears talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's a great episode. Enjoy this episode, and don't forget to send us your emails, your love, your hate mail. Yes, manish with, with two ends. Dot stl at gmail gmail dot com. I think it's fine. It's the worst <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> The worst that can happen is we have to re-record this whole thing. I mean, at the at this point, I've rebooted this lovely computer forty-eight times, and right. uh, we're an hour and a half into the podcast. Are and you, uh, we're you just got us recording. up and going? We are we are officially up and going. Yes, yeah. Only so here we are. Forever. I mean, I feel like you could be a little bit more grateful for me, to be honest with you. I feel like I feel like I could. I don't know that you would deserve it, though. I I would absolutely deserve well, it. I know you. Wouldn't. I feel like the problem is, is you're kind of a jerk and you're ungrateful, <laughs> and you haven't seen the blood, sweat, and sweat and tears I've been doing on this side of your desk. You sweat every day just because. So don't act like that's special. Is that a fat joke? It is a fact, right? <laughs> Do you not sweat often? I am a sweat. Are you a sweater? Um, I don't think more than usual. What is that? I think mean? I'm an average sweater. You're an average sweater? I think. But I don't know. I mean, I don't normally like I feel like it's one of those things that people will tell you if okay. they People are, tell you that you sweat? No, like like if they're heavy sweaters, you know it. Okay. Fair. Like for, yeah, like for instance like Bob. Oh, yeah. Like Bob? He, he's a sweater. That and dude so, needs to wear like pads on his armpits. Right. Well, he does. I, I know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's got like some special shirt that he wears, like right. some sort of special undershirt that he like contacted the company. Right. And tried to get a sponsorship. I don't think it worked out for him. Oh, no. my God. But yeah, he did. He contacted him and all of that. But you know what I have gotten into here recently? What have you gotten into recently? Well, what I want to get into is I would like to um, uh, T-shirts, like old school kind of retro T-shirts. Like so the I've ringer been, tees? Uh, so maybe that. I like the ringer tees. Yeah, so so maybe that. I think my favorite length 
of sleeve is three quarter. I think like those baseball t-shirts. I tried links. the three quarters. I'm too OCD to wear three quarter sleeves. Hmm. It bothered me. Well, I, I had to pull like them up. It's a warm weather or cold weather look. I feel like three quarter tees with like shorts, like cargo shorts, kind of means that you're like an awesome person. Yeah, like I, if, I, I I would agree with that. Yeah, like if I like me when I get to my goal weight, mm-hmm. I want to be able to wear like cargo shorts and three quarter tees. And people there be like, dang, dang, look at that him. Guy, hey, look at him. Oh, my Isn't gosh. That a full sleeve? Sorry, ladies. No. I'm taken with my three-quarter sleeves. <laughs> but, no, I started looking around. So, I also, so not just retro tees, but then also, like, band T-shirts for, like, some bands that I like. And everything. But Like, what, what band T-shirts would you get? Uh, so, there is, um, th- the most recent ones that I was looking at was for a uh, band called National Park Radio. And NPR. I mean, <laughs> that's the initials of National Park. <laughs> Turns Radio. out I'm old and I just like news right. radio and I want the shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, there. So some of their shirts are pretty good. Okay. I also um, there is one uh, blues uh, musician that I just learned of this last week. Chris Ingram, Kingfish. He's got and he's got a baseball length T-shirt. The baseball length T-shirt. Is that the three quarter sleeve? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm like, learning the lingo. Like those, you know. Um, so yeah. I but what my point is, or what I was trying to get to, is just how expensive, like t-shirts can be. Oh yeah. Like so, I went. I got this Facebook ad that was for '80s t-shirts. I've seen that. And so I clicked on it, like thinking, oh, there's some cool '80s stuff, and it had like '80s movies and lines from. You know, TV shows, lines for movies, bands, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like $45 per t-shirt. That is and I'm ridiculous. Like, are you insane? Like, I had one, my favorite one. It was an old Mario Brothers t-shirt. It was a ringer tee. It was amazing. It was awesome. It was my favorite. It was when I was at my skinniest. I was running every day, and I was yeah. down to like 140-something. And yeah. like I had my Mario t-shirt, and I feel like my wife loved me better. Like, <laughs> things were great. That's, that's hurtful. I know. Um. What's your average spent on a t-shirt? I don't know what my average is because Crystal gets everything like super cheap or clearance. Okay. And so I don't know what the, and I don't do shopping for myself, but if I really? am, yeah, I don't, I don't shop. I, I don't want anybody else shopping for me. I'm oh. CD about how my shirts fit. Right. Yeah. No, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't think I've. You know yeah. what? Looking at you, I can tell. Yeah, right. You don't shop for yourself? No, I don't. Um, but I think if it's $10, I'm like, okay, that's a good deal for a t-shirt. I can I can handle that. Anything under 10 is like, you know, steal of a deal. Okay. Um, 15 is like the cap. For my mom what and I feel dad like is a, almost got divorced because my mom kept buying $5 t-shirts. So it's a running joke in my family because they had like such like fights over it. Mom's like, "What well, was only five dollars?" I'm like, "Yeah, but mom, when you buy like eighty of them, right? That's more than five dollars, right? Yeah, right." I have discovered this online place for t-shirts, and I'm like, "This six dollar t-shirts?" No, oh, it's called Fresh Clean Tees. Ooh, and feel. I mean, that's a soft shirt. Yeah, let me feel. Here, feel that soft shirt. That's pretty soft. It's pretty soft. Feel this shirt. This no, is pretty soft. That's Please. I, no, I have Please. one. Feel the shirt. Okay. I can't reach you. I have T-Rex feel the, arms. Feel, feel the shirt. Like, I feel like you're trying to get me to feel your guns. No, just feel the shirt. I did. Did you? It's, it's just as soft as yours, though. No, you know, it's this not. This is a church shirt. I know. Kids ministry, which I don't work in the kids ministry. 
But you're just repping. I'm just repping um, because it's just that great of a T-shirt. Anyway, back to your T-shirt. Yeah. So I'm paying like, I think they're like they come out to like seventeen dollars a T-shirt. Hmm. I don't feel like that's too bad. Is that the one that's like made for dad bods? Yes. Okay. I yeah, found yeah, them yeah. like a year ago. Yeah. And now they're all over kind of the Facebooks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting those ads. I'm getting. Yeah. I'm getting those. I'm getting the '80s T-shirts. I'm getting the uh, and I just got the six dollar T-shirt ad on Facebook. I feel like the six dollar T-shirt ones are a rip off. I think Jen got me some, and they're the like, kind of like that, like not to sound whatever, but if you get like the Garmin or what? Not Garmin. Um, Gar. What is it? It starts with a G. Some sort of brand like t-shirt from like walmart and they're kind of like oh, short Gil- Gildan. 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 Yeah. yeah yeah garmin's a gps that's a gps watch yeah. yeah um so yeah i mean uh, so i do love these shirts they're a little bit pri- like my problem is is i like a specific thing obviously mm-hmm. we know i'm a little crazy lcd i like blue i like red i do like some greens but like i like solid colors you these sound people. like a child describing your favorite popsicles <laughs> the red white and blue ones on fourth of july were the best um no but like i like blue i look good in blue listen when you look like me you gotta polish this turd somehow so if you look good in blue you've got to wear blue yeah i know i yeah i've always been drawn to blue okay yeah Yeah. so i like blue i do have some green um so i'm like i like the not the black but the grayish like the charcoal yeah i like the heather gray um, I don't know if I would call it heather gray, but it's like a charcoal gray. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a man podcast. Right. I like the heather that's gray. The, that's the name of the it's color. It's charcoal gray. It's heather. There. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, salad colors like that, my mm. face. But they're going to like, here's a rose-colored blankie. And I'm like, I don't want a rose-colored blankie t-shirt. Right. Fat guys don't look good in loud <laughs> colors. Other than you feel it, and you're like, you know what? Though? I feel like I'm in a blanket full of roses this is amazing <laughs> how do they do this how do they do this this is yeah. it's like i've been kissed by a rose on a grave <laughs> that's a seal reference that's a, that's a great that's a great one no i i looked at the six dollar t-shirt ad okay and where i came down like i six dollars that's a good price mm-hmm. but i was not too impressed with the content of the t-shirts or what was on the t-shirts i was just like eh. i don't i mean Yes, it's six dollars, but I don't need like just a volume amount. I just I don't need a ton of T-shirts that I'm never going to wear. So when so like I'm working from home full time now, but when I went in the office, I would buy I go go to Old Navy or whatever, and like I would find a sweater that I liked, and I would buy every color. Really? Yeah. I'm <laughs> realizing a pattern that's, with myself. That's. Uh, do you know what I heard about Steve Jobs? He wears the same thing every day. Would wear the same thing Obama every day. Obama did the same thing. He had like two outfits that he could wear. And that's the thing. Hmm. Like the, the smartest people are like the people who are like, they chose to like only wear certain things or eat certain right. things. There's like, I don't need another decision in my life. I just need to focus on these things. And that's what I do. Right. Right. Well, I thought Clearly I'm like, a success. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was Steve Jobs, Obama, and you. <laughs> and Shane. And Shane. <laughs> Oh, oh man! I can't believe I didn't stick you with the dinner tab. I you was know really what? upset with myself that I didn't like think of that. So speak, yeah. So we went out to dinner to you know just kind of catch up. We've been it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. We've both been on some vacations. We've had some life going on. Which so. I'm excited to hear more about your vacation. <sighs> yeah, it later. was great. I'm excited to hear about yours as well. So we get there. My favorite part though was when our female. Well, I guess the waitress is a female, but. Um, I emphasize the female because she, as we're leaving, she goes, 
Hey guys, thanks for coming in today. Have a happy Father's Day. To which Jason says, thanks, you too. I did say that. <laughs> that is true. But to my defense, I was not expecting Father's Day. I don't think I've ever been told happy Father's Day, not on Father's Day, ever. Especially three days out. So, I mean, it's Thursday. It's Father's Day weekend, though. It starts it's Thursday th- night. It's, thir- it's Thursday, so we're three days from Father. I don't think I've ever... You know, I mean, I get it. It was a surprise because I was right. even thinking like, hey, thanks for coming and have a great night kind of thing. Right. But she said happy father. And you're I like, know. you too. Like, I don't get that. Also, and how presumptuous on, of her. Right. How does Maybe she know? we had it. Yeah. I'll look on her face. I was honestly kind of relieved because I thought she was thinking something else of us when we first <laughs> sat down. <laughs> you know, those aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> Maybe she still thinks that. Of Maybe. Us. Maybe. Right. Yeah. So speaking of Father's Day. What is your favorite gift for Father's Day that you've ever gotten? Oh man, that's a tough one. Um I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Me not because, because I don't know what gifts I've gotten for Father's Day. Okay. Typically the way that we celebrate Mother's Day, Father's Day is like we might get a couple of kind of smaller things, but really the big gift is you get to kind of pick where you're going to eat, what okay. everybody's going to do for the day. I like that. All that kind of stuff, but it's a lunch and a dinner thing, so you get two. Well, whoa, you, you go? go out twice, or is it? Well, like we a you just get, you pick two meals, and a lot of times, yeah, we do go out twice. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, what do you want for lunch? Man. What is everybody going to do? And you know what is interesting is the past like three Mother's Days, I've gotten naps in the afternoon. Really? I don't know how that worked, but uh, but I mentioned it to Crystal this year, and she said she's like. I don't know. She's like, I was doing what I wanted to do, and I don't. I don't remember what she was doing, watching TV or right. watching a movie or something. And she's like, I don't well, I mean, you're at sleep. a point too, like your kids are older, so it's right. like they don't need attended to, right? Like, yeah, they're fine. Like, Give them some scissors, let them run, and they're good. So yeah, so that's. I mean, that's really how we've handled Mother's Day, Father's Day is more so the oh. gift is you get to kind of pick the day. So here's what bothers me about Father's Day: you get Mother's Day, they get oh fancy jewelry, this, this, and that for the most part. Then you get to Father's Day, and there's like, hey, cargo shorts on sale, two for ten. Like, yeah, but you just talked about how much you like buying things that, you know, if that's something I mean, you like, true. then you go and buy every color. I'm not saying it's not a good philosophy. I'm just saying it's unfair. I don't know. I mean, I see plenty of like tool sales and you're a tool. Things I don't like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like stores do a pretty good job of catering to both. Do you I think, think you're just tool? jealous of you want more jewelry? I need more jewelry in my life. <laughs> Do you like getting tools and things like that as gifts, or do you want fun things? No, I, I, I like tools and stuff okay. like that. But but I it's it's typically something, it needs to be something that I, like, specifically right. need. You know, I don't like just a random tool. Because I don't like, you know, I don't use tools every day in my life. Right. And so I don't, you know, I, it needs to be, a, I, I don't need kind of a generic, oh, here's a hammer. Great. Thanks. I, you know, so I do need if um, Jen, if you're listening, I do need a new electric drill set. Oh, yeah. Like the whole drill and the whole nine yards. I need the whole thing. Like oh, okay. I burned mine out years ago doing drill yeah. wall at our house and I tried to mix the mud with my electric drill set burned out the motor. Mm. Now I don't have one. I didn't have one for the longest time. You and don't realize that you need it. You don't realize. You, yeah. It's like, like until you're like, oh, my, my gosh. Right. Yeah. Right. And I've been I wanted one for years and I think my. 
I want to say my dad bought bought mine for me. I think. Okay. Yeah. I think he bought it like for our birthday a couple of years ago. So when me and Jen first got married, um, her parents always bought me tools. Okay. Like a tool set. Like every Christmas was like a tool set. Right. And honestly, I appreciate that. Yeah. It really... It really did make a difference. It was yeah. super, super helpful. Because, I mean, honestly, let's face it, tools are expensive. Yeah, no, they are. Tools be expensive. Yeah. Lumber is expensive. Yeah. Right yeah, that's a, that's a hot, hot, hot button item right there. Yeah. I was actually wanting to build onto my house or add something on or redo my deck, and I'm like, lumber's too expensive. You do enough. You don't need to take on another project. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but okay. Yeah. You're, you're fine. <laughs> You were just talking about how you have a hard time working from the house and then how if you have a kid that might be at some point, I mean, she's 18, might be moving out at some point. Oh, know? absolutely. I'm taking that so room. So you're taking that room. So you don't need yeah. an extra space. Because it's like now, like I'm kind of like I'm downstairs secluded by myself, but there's no door and kids can come in and be like, hey, what's going on, dad? And I'm like, hey, kick rocks, chumps. Well, if you don't so much as control the thermostat in your own home. You can't expect your kids to respect your authority to give you your space while you're working. First off, again, we've had this conversation. I control the thermostat. Crap. Hold on. Hold on. I think we're what good. are you? We are currently hiring for a sound engineer. <laughs> we need a new sound uh, guy. The pay is nothing. <laughs> um, uh, please send your applications to I'm going to be honest with you. They just continued to record, so STL I can either edit that out or this is real life at right gmail.com. You can yeah. send those resumes. We are uh, hiring. We pay nothing. Uh, we will shake you firmly by the hand at the end of each podcast. That's true. Recording. Um, and honestly, and we're looking specifically for guys potentially named Jeremy Gonzer. Uh, yeah, but I feel like he has already given enough i like when i call him he knows the nights that we do these podcasts and i call him and he usually answers hey grandpa what's up right like what can i help you with grandpa right i like how he did clarify tonight that i'm getting ready to lay my child down (laughs) so don't call me right he didn't say that but that's what that's what was implied i could hear it i could hear it in his voice it was like i'm frustrated with you learn how to run a computer and better yet buy a new computer you we need to start pricing those could you Hey, no, we know. should do a GoFundMe. Absolutely, we should. <laughs> People would buy into this for right. sure. <laughs> right. I, I'm excited about these going live here soon. Yeah. So the plan is, everybody, um, by the time, by you time they this hear one, this yeah, one, by the time you hear this one, live, it's yeah. going to be live. But I mean, yeah. we're like far enough into this that I think we, uh, yeah. we're going to be introduced to the world soon. Getting some traction on our Facebook page. Yeah, we've already launched the Facebook page. And yep. Haven't really pushed a whole lot of that. Just kind of put it. Oh man, easy. Put That's it out there. Nice things. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. So yeah. we don't have. I will tell you what we don't have this episode. We don't have a special guest. Yeah, we don't have a guest, but there's a good reason for that. There's a really good reason because we have both been on vacation uh, recently. Not together but separately different even parts of the country we were at total different parts of the country yeah and we feel like there is enough there that uh, we want to spend some time talking about that and we think that you all want to hear uh about that so we thought no need for a guest this uh this This is episode five by episode five we have warmed our way into everybody's hearts and they're like we want to know what these guys do on vacation right so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit later and then uh, we've got some more guests lined up uh, for the next couple episodes. So yeah, 
So let's uh, let's dig into some of these news stories that you got for us. Um, slow news day. Um, we'll just do a couple here. Um, I, I kind of think that we should do the elephant story first. Okay. Do you have that one pulled up? I don't. Oh well, let's pull it up. How do we pull that up? Well, here I'll 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 put. Why don't you start with? I'm going to start uh, with that. Jason's been crying about this elephant story for a week now. I feel like it's an amazing story. Okay. Whale swallows a lobster diver, rejects him as meal. How would you f- like to? How would you feel about yourself if you're like I'm lobster diving and a whale didn't even think I was that great and spit me out? I would feel blessed. Like I, I mean, could you imagine? What, what was that guy's experience like? I would have been whale scared. Hey oh, June twelfth. Need a sound effect for every time you make a dumb joke. <laughs> I'll, work, wah, wah, I'll wah. work on that. Work on that. A Massachusetts lobster diver survived being swallowed up and then spat out by a humpback whale off the coast of Cape Cod, giving him about 40 surreal seconds in the mouth of a large marine animal. In his own biblical Jonah and the whale story, Michael Packard said it happened in a flash and he swam in about 45 feet of water. As he swam in about 45 feet of water one moment before everything had turned dark and an instant on Friday. Packard said he initially thought he was attacked by a shark, but then realized he didn't feel like he was bitten and wasn't in any pain. Hmm. That was when he realized he was actually in the inside the mouth of a whale and fought to locate the breathing regulator, fearing that he could run out of air and suffocate. But the whale had other plans moments later. A humpback whale tried to eat me, Packard told WBTS. I was in his closed mouth for about 30 to 40 seconds before he rose to the surface and spit me out. I'm very bruised up, but I had no broken bones. Wow. That's like crazy. That is crazy. Packard said for those frantic moments, all he could think about was his two young boys and possibly dying inside the whale before the mammal rejected him as a meal. I could sense I was moving, he told Cape Cod Times. I could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. Doctors released Packard to Cape Cod Hospital in Hyannis, battered, but no broken bones, and one heck of a fish story to tell. That is insane. That is insane. That's like, that's right. so when I was, I don't know if you remember this, I'm, I'm sure that you can have paid attention to all of my uh, sermons that I've delivered. I'm sorry, what? Over the years. And um, so I preached on Jonah uh, a couple of years ago, maybe? Did you? Yeah. Was I here? Uh, probably not. You okay. tend to miss a lot of church and go vacation. Um, wow. <laughs> Let's just call that out right now. <laughs> what, when's the next time you're going to be at church? Sunday. Yeah. Sunday? Yeah. Aren't you going out of town again? Next Sunday. This coming Sunday? No, the next one after that. You told me you weren't going to be here for the entire month of June. No, I'm playing Sunday. I'm on the oh, band. Whatever. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Anyway, okay. um, so I was doing as I was doing research on Jonah, there was actually a, a story that I came across. I didn't include it in my message, but there was a story that I came across that I want to say I'm like in the 60s or 70s. There was a guy that had been like swallowed by a whale Ooh. and was like in the whale for like a day or something. Whale like man. it was like a legit kind of Jonah story and it yeah. had like pictures of him as he was being taken to the hospital. I'm he assuming crazy. the whales have innards, like a stomach right. and all that stuff. Because like I always think of Pinocchio. What was the Pinocchio episode where he was in the whale? Was that Pinocchio? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I think that's a thing. Okay. It was an old cartoon, but I'll he was in like the whale. Talking normal. And I, he tickled his little dangly thing on the back of his throat to get him to gag him out. We're just going <laughs> to move forward. 
Like, what are you talking about? Shit. Listen, there were maybe some drugs around as I was a kid, but I remember this. (laughs) You know, sometimes these little (laughs) rabbit trails are worth it. (laughs) But other times. If you remember this movie, and I think it was Pinocchio, please send your information. Send the name of that to manish.stl. Manish with two N's. .stl at gmail.com. Yes, please. And tell us if you remember that and what other weird movies you remember watching as a kid. All right, I got the, I got the elephant story. Go for it. Okay. So um, so this is out of China. That's my elephant. Thank you. Mm. Uh, so a herd of elephants that packed its trunks for an unexpected 300-mile trek has arrived at a Chinese city where millions of people live. And it goes on in greater detail that there's so there's um, there's about fifteen elephants and they are just wandering around this city and the what government city was that again? somewhere in China I don't okay. know I'm sure if I scroll down it'll uh, somewhere the Yunnan province was it Wuhan province. because we kind of have a no. habit of things getting released right. from Wuhan no it was uh, too soon south of of Yunnan province to its capital in Kunming I, anyway so the government has said we don't know what to do about this. We can't, like, figure this out, so just kind of stay out of their way. And so it's like, <laughs> like, so there's elephants are just, like, <laughs> roaming around the city, and, <laughs> and they're just expected to, like, like, and there's nothing you can do, like, like nothing. Like, like I get that. Guys, el- we can't control the elephants. Like, You're just going to have to go around. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, I get that they're elephants, and they're huge. But you can't like tase them, like not tase them, like oh my god, but then they, like, that is horrible. <laughs> Get pa- the taser, <laughs> they pass out, <laughs> and then like what do you do? Like you can't. Oh, I'm not lifting it. I tased them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, like a trank. Yeah, like well, so so I can't you like lure them with peanuts or something? Dumbo did. Right, like I would think there's something. Maybe we could it was do. Dumbo that cartoon. Okay, proceed. Sorry. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. How they keep doing <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could. I. I don't understand why you couldn't have like cages set up at the end of a block and like somehow you heard yeah. them and kind of push them in that direction, and then lock the cages, airlift them out of there. I don't understand why that wouldn't work. So, but apparently, not in this article, but in another place where I had initially heard about this, yeah. they had contacted some group of elephant trainers in California. I don't know. It always seems like it's California. And they were... <laughs> There's a heavy demand for elephant trainers right. in California. And so they were going to uh, pay them to come over to China and like try to help them figure this out. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's amazing. That is crazy. Like, what all... It's almost like things get released from China and they don't know what to do with it. Right. Mm. Right. Did you hear uh, John Stewart's rant about the lab? I did. I, I haven't heard it. On the I heard Colbert it was, thing? I, yeah, I heard it was really funny. It I was, heard it, yeah. <laughs> it was real. I watched it. It's a, it's a little colorful, but it yeah, was really yeah. funny because Colbert was like, well, tell me about it. And he goes, well, you need to tell me. And then Colbert was just like. Kind of nod his head like, right, okay, right. I see, see where right, you're going. <laughs> right. Yeah, I heard bits and bits and pieces about it. Yeah, but I didn't hear it was it. really funny. So yeah, but I thought the elephant story was crazy. Yeah. So, um, so do we want to go straight into the devotional and then do? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, I do have one more story though. Okay. Yeah. And it's it. going to lead into the vacation stories later, so this will be a teaser. Ooh. 
Black Bear gets trapped Kinda inside. Like how Pinocchio teased the thing in the, <laughs> the little dangly thing. Little dangly thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly how. Okay, on the whale that was completely empty and all they had inside was bones. Why didn't he just keep like telling lies and then his nose grew and like pierced the side of the whale and he could swim? He didn't out. want to shank the whale. He wanted to get <laughs> out. <laughs> If I were in the whales. Plus, what if he just like what if he's sitting sideways and all of a sudden his nose goes to the other side of the wall and then he's stuck there <laughs> and he's just stuck there like I can't well, move my head. How does his nose go back down? Does he have to like tell? I think he's got to tell the truth. Okay, so, oh, so he's not like stuck. But I mean, if he's telling the truth, who's he going to tell the truth to? And well, what who's is he going to lie to? Mm, I feel I mean, like if it his works nose grows, that way. He could also shrink. Like, what if he's in there like you know what I'm going to be okay? And then his nose grows. He's like, no, this is really okay. <laughs> but then he's like, nope, I'm going to die. And then it goes back in. He's like, oh, wait. <laughs> Black Bear gets trapped inside a parked car in Tennessee. An idiot. <laughs> a Georgia teacher visiting Tennessee woke up one morning to find a bear had locked itself in her parked car. Mary Jane Yarborough. The keys are out there, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said the keys are in the trunk. It's like Back to the Future. <laughs> okay. Mary Jane Yarborough, an art teacher at Warner Robins High School in Houston County, Georgia, said she is in Gatlinburg to take a class for a project she is planning for her students next year. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bear in the car, and it's like, I can't get out. It's like, just hit the button. Oh, man. Yarborough said that her car had been left parked on an incline overnight, and the bear had apparently managed to open a door and climb inside before the door slammed shut behind the animal. Okay. It was six in the morning, and I just kept hearing honking happening. She told WMAZ TV. I open the door, my dog is going crazy, and I see that it's my car that is honking and shaking. And I was like, oh my gosh, someone's in there. Someone's stuck in my car. Harper said the police, when she discovered the occupant of her car, was actually a black bear. Officers were able to help the bear get out of the vehicle, not before it caused significant damage. He ripped the dash, my airbag, the radio is out, and he went through my glove box. <laughs> the keys are gone. The keys somewhere. are gone. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just think that it is so funny. Like, I just think giving bears, like, human voices. Oh, yeah. It's like the best. so funny. I don't know why. They're, they're, those animals more than others. But, like... I just think that is hysterical. <laughs> this is where we need a video because we're both like literally in tears here. Oh, she said there was a pack of gum and a protein bar inside the vehicle, but the bear didn't touch them. Nah, I don't need the gains. I just need the keys. I just need the keys. How do I get out of here? I've got to be uptown in 30 minutes. I need the keys. <laughs> The Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency recommends that the doors of parked vehicles be kept locked at all times in the Gatlinburg area. That's good. That's that's a good suggestion. <laughs> Folks, if you visit Gatlinburg, please make sure you lock your vehicle doors and never leave food or anything containing the odor of food inside, the agency said. So here's why this is funny. 
that very same thing happened to us a couple <laughs> of years ago. <laughs> oh, when we man. got to the hotel, or we got to the cabin, and the housekeeping lady was up there kind of cleaning mm-hmm. up, getting it ready for us. <laughs> and when she pulls up, she has her windows down, and a bear climbs into her truck. We're watching this. I have oh, it on video. Gosh. The bear climbs well, into her I've truck. Yeah. So the bear climbs into her truck, takes her coffee and her papaya, because who doesn't have a random papaya in their <laughs> truck? <laughs> well, why would you leave that stuff set? Or why would you leave a coffee? Like, I don't know. I would I would take my coffee with me. I mean, whatever. I think she was just planning on kind of cleaning up and getting right. out. She wasn't planning on <laughs> she cleaning planning on too deeply right. for you all. <laughs> um, yeah, so the bear just kind of climbs in. She shoes it out. Well, then a couple days later, I'm like, all right, kids, make sure we lock the doors. It's like Jurassic Park. They were like, sir, they've learned how to open doors, so you got to <laughs> lock your doors. <laughs> Have you ever seen Scary Movie 3? No. <laughs> it's like, they're like, they were making fun of it, the alien invasion. They're like, wait a second. He's like, so how did you get the alien to stop attacking you? He's like, well, I put him in the closet, and I put a chair against the door, and he's like, so you're telling me that they've mastered <laughs> space travel, but they can't unlock doors? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So so then a couple days later, I guess one of the kids went out to the van right. to get something at night. And I'm like, okay, didn't think anything of it. <laughs> and we go out the next morning, and I'm like, oh, the van door is open. The sliding door <laughs> is open. I'm like, well, what's going on here? So then I go in, and I'm like, there's bear hair everywhere. The seats are like, I mean, and I when I drive, when we oh, go on trips. so funny. Oh, my God. When we go on trips, like, I use sunflower seeds and drink soda like the whole time right. that's what keeps me awake i had a big jar <laughs> of spit out seeds a big cup of it and the bear just kind of went through those those were knocked <laughs> over and the funniest thing is we bought the kids those jelly bean things the flavored ones but it yeah. was like the gross ones that were like vomit bean boozled yeah so the bear had went through those and just <laughs> what's he like did he like spin the wheel <laughs> yeah he's like, oh, green one <laughs> hold on this one's vomit no <laughs> oh thank goodness lime <laughs> i always like the buttered popcorn one but this one's vomit <laughs> oh man oh that was a good one <laughs> i don't know why but i really have always found it very funny i'm just like. sitting there i couldn't look at you as i'm trying to read the story because you're like in tears and then i've got this bear voice in my head the whole time <laughs> oh, oh I just, I've God. Always thought it was like i don't know why like unreasonably so <laughs> Do i think i mean i admit this is like just stupid but unreasonably <laughs> Do I feel like it is funny to give bear bears voices and like human attributes? Like I just think that is very funny. I don't know why. So what we should do, honestly, is we should take a dual family trip to Tennessee and just look for bears and we'll crack each other up for a week. <laughs> Our wives would love it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Ooh. Well, I don't uh you know, I, I don't have as much detail for this week's uh, devotion as I normally do. Um, and so, you know, kind of been on vacation mind and then kind of back to work, been super busy. So I haven't, I haven't, you know, the, the passage that we're going to look at is uh, we're still in the book of James and we're at chapter two and we're going to look at verses one through 13. And so I just have like a couple of points that uh, I feel like this um, passage is speaking to that James is is uh, you know he was talking about hearing the word, doing the word, and kind of what it what it looks like to be a Christian. 
And then he gets into a couple of um, a couple of points here in chapter two. And so I'm going to start at verse two. And it says, for if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in. And if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man, you stand over there, or sit down at my feet. Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? And so kind of this first uh, piece that he's talking about is not is showing no partiality. And, and as I, you know, and I've taught on the book of James, we've, you know, had different discussions and what first of all what amazes me about scripture is the lessons that you'll find and the audience and the churches and the situations that the writers are speaking to are like eternal principles and it so all the, still applies yeah right? it's like it's amazing how the things that that needed to be addressed back then are things that still need to be addressed today and so on the one hand, I think that we as Christians, and I know here at our church and, and, and other good Bible-believing churches, you really you try to make sure that you are not showing any partiality. That somebody that, you know, just as it says here, somebody that, you know, is dressed nicely and kind of fits, fits in is treated the same way that someone who doesn't right. fit in to whatever your church looks like. I mean, I've... I've grown up, uh, I, I grew up in a very traditional Baptist church to where it was like coat and tie. Every Sunday I've gone to, you know, Pentecostal churches to where it's, you know, everything's kind of jumping and jiving. I've attended, you know, I've been to Catholic, you know, mass services. I've gone, I mean, I've kind of run the gamut. And so every church has its own kind of personality. And so you'd like to think whether someone fits in with our, uh, you know, look or not, we're right. going to be welcome. But, and and I think we... We think that and we believe that, but a lot of times we don't do a good job of making sure that that is actually lived out and felt by people that might not fit in right. with what we look like. Right. And I mean, I was thinking, uh, you know, I I, um, I remember a few years ago we had uh, somebody that was attending the church and just based on their occupation when people started hearing that, you know, kind of the insiders, once they started hearing, oh, this person does this, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we had a uh, kind of a, a local news guy who, who is pretty well known here in the St. Louis area who attended our church mm -hmm. and everybody was all abuzz. Everybody was so excited and it, and it was kind of cool. And, yeah. yeah, it was like it was kind of cool that he was there. It's just not something you see every day. But, so you get right. excited, right? But at the same time, some I, that was almost at the expense for some other people who had also were also visiting that day and and fortunately they were also greeted and right. talked with but not near to the same level of kind of fervor that people and right. so and, and so I think it's something it, it's not so much about do you intend to do it or do you not because I think most most people are good people most churches are you know good and you try to accommodate but it it's a good reminder that this is something we need to constantly be aware of is treating people Right. You know, not not judging people, not making any kind of distinctions and just really kind of trying to love people right where they're at, regardless of what treating they, everybody the same is like, yeah, like right. there's no better or worse. Yeah. Right. So uh, jumping down to, to verse uh, verse eight says, if you really fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, which then kind of just it describes what the royal law is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
So if you follow that, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. So what this is saying is that the, the royal law or what in what James is trying to teach here is kind of a shift in mindset of what God is doing to the to, in, in the midst of the people and what what Jesus being Emmanuel God with them how that has changed the way that they have relationship with God is he saying that you shall love your neighbor as yourself that was a brand new concept for people that was something that it, it, it was not kind of a uh, it, it wasn't their natural tendency and it wasn't something you heard taught right about so he's saying you know this is the, the the royal law if you follow this you are doing well but if you show partiality you're committing sin and so if you failed in one point you're guilty of all of it now the the, the thing that i think is is really and he kind of and james just kind of says this and, and kind of moves on it's not really the main point of this uh passage but i think that it is is profound is that in, in, if you read the Old Testament, the Old Testament law was a list of all of these rules. Right. And it was, you have to keep all of these rules. And what the point he's trying to make here is that it's not a balance type thing of you keep more than you, than you violate mm-hmm. and you're doing well. According to the Old Testament law, if you break one, then it's just as good as you having Breaking broken all. all of them. And so, so that's the point that he's making. And, and again, kind of back to what I was saying earlier, that how this is like eternal truths. While we might not call it the Old Testament law, but we still have ingrained in ourselves that I've got to do, I've got to work to please God. I've got to do all of these things to make sure that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. balancing and I'm doing more good than I am bad and all that kind of stuff. And what James is saying here, and I think that lesson applies to, to us and, and whether whether you're a Christ follower or you've never been set set foot in church or what, I mean that it's something that just everybody struggles with is we just have ingrained in us that I, if I do good, mm-hmm. then I get rewarded by God. If I right. do bad, then I get punished by God. And what James is teaching us here is that, look, you're not going to be able to fulfill. You're not going to be able to have relationship with God this way. Right. Because all it takes is messing up once and, and it's just messed as it good. all up. Right. And, and so he's, he's, he, he's underscoring that, you know, this is not, this is not, you know, kind of the, the, the path to, to salvation. And then uh, verse 12, it says, so speak and so act as those who are to be judged under the law. Let, let me back up. Actually, it makes more sense if I start with verse 11. If you do not commit adultery, but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so act as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. So he talks about the royal law and then he's talking about the law of liberty. And, and this is what he's saying the law of liberty is for judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy mercy triumphs over judgment and so what he's what he's communicating here is the law of liberty shows mercy yeah the law of liberty understands that that we're not going to be able to keep all of these rules we're not going to be able to to always hit the mark we're gonna mess up but God has shown us mercy through his son Jesus and so and so the reality is that just as God has shown us mercy through Jesus we need to show others yeah. mercy and so James is here talking you know we, we learned early on that he's speaking to the the church at large which was you know one kind of body of believers but broken up into many geographic areas 
and and what he's saying is that is that we should show mercy to each other but also to those in the community to those who are not believers just as we have been shown mercy ourselves right and so that whole concept of of i don't have to work to 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 earn my salvation and keep all of these laws and he kind of gets into a little bit more later about about how it's not just about uh, you know, the, the faith that you have, while yes, you you can receive that without having to work towards it, but also that faith should result in work. So he's going to get into that in a little bit, but he's saying here that that salvation comes through the law of liberty, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're shown mercy, and you should show other people uh, mercy, and so that's something that should be uh, contagious right. in us as, as Christians. And, and, you know, and then the example that he had given there about, you know, showing no partiality right. towards people. So, and especially when you think about it too, just in the context of, of, um, what we're seeing in our society yeah, with people that look differently, believe differently, act differently, all of these things that divide us. And we often, uh, look at scripture and, and I think a lot of Christians, I think we've, you know, the, the church at large has probably not done a great job of communicating this. But I mean, right here you see, you know, God talking about not making any distinctions right. amongst yourself and, and treating those that might not look like you, that might not act like you, that might not fit in with, you know, the people that you like to fit in with. Right. Showing no distinction, showing no partiality, but actually being welcoming and being loving and being gracious and being open. Right. And, and it doesn't have any qualifiers on that. It mm-hmm. doesn't say like, you know, unless it's this or unless, unless it's this it's that, or that. You know? or, yeah. Um, and so, you know, so it's always it, 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 it's amazing to me that regardless of uh, what we're facing in society, whether it's racial justice, whether it's, you know, people are talking about the police, people are talking about guns, people are talking about, you know, all of these different issues that are going on. Really, the answers that we seek are right here in Scripture. Right. And, and it's been laid out for us and too often we seek outside you know we look for the right politician we look for the right you know kind of pithy saying or or platform to stand on but really i mean every issue that we're facing is lined out it's all summed up right here like we look for little rabbit holes of like this specific topic and it's like this is an overall encompassing how we should act and how we should and like if you dig into that like it's going to give you the wisdom on how to handle all these situations. Right. And it's going to let you know, like you don't have to take some specific stand on something. Um, whether it be something you can just love people like, right. And be there for people. And like when people are hurting, no matter if it's, you think that it's done, it's because of something they've done wrong or not. Right. You can still be there. Right. Or if something's going on or, you know, you can still be there for people. Right. So, and, and, I, and I think too, I think one of the, the things that there is a tendency, especially if you've been following Jesus for years or you, you know, you've been a Christian for a long time and, and it, it's, it's so easy to get to be hard on yourself Yeah. and to think, well, I don't do this and I don't measure up and I don't, you know, and I, and I, I, I screw up every situation and I don't, you know, it's easy to, to see all of your faults, but understand that, first of all, that that guilt that you might feel isn't coming from God. Right. Conviction might come from God and conviction mm-hmm. actually propels us and causes us to change, whereas guilt kind of causes us to wallow in wallow Shrink where we're at. And, yeah. And so it, it, it might be convicting for you to change. But this is like 
this is just a good reminder. This is this is something that we're all working on. We're all trying to be better at. None of us have perfected it. We're right. all kind of continuing to work on this. It's all a work in progress. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, we're halfway through chapter two. So that takes us to uh, all the way to verse thirteen. And so we're uh, halfway through chapter two. Got a couple more chapters left, and then we'll just see kind of where we go from. Uh, awesome. From here. So I think we might. Uh, Perfect. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff that I think uh, can help help guys out, and so I'm excited. Awesome. So yeah. So let's hear about your. Uh, let's hear about your vacation. Oh, you want to hear about really my vacation hear about mine first? <clears throat> so I had. We went down to Gulf Shores. Okay. It was between Gulf Shores and Destin. Pull your mic up. Because there are. Is that better? Oh, that sounds better. Ooh. Ooh. no so it was between uh gulf shores and destin was the two uh places that we were debating on we ended up uh we went through verbo pull your mic down a little bit now you're too close we went through verbo (laughs) listen i'm the sound guy all right jeremy gonther and you can send those resumes to (laughs) manish with two n's dot stl at gmail.com we need help the bar is super low, so you'll super probably low. you're hired. Yeah, <laughs> no, we uh, it was between Destin and Gulf Shores. Okay, and we landed in Gulf Shores, went through Verbo, which we'd never done before, and uh, it w- worked out worked out well. Um, great spot. We were right across the street from Public Access Point, the beach. Oh, and so it was. Uh, our kids are older now too, so it's uh, or not. You know, they're just they're not super little right and so they can help carry stuff oh that's beach. the best and so it was good because it was a one trip they didn't one have to make trip. multiple trips nice um and uh so we were right there and it was great it was it was relaxing it was a recharge we could see the uh pool in the complex from the balcony so oh, like nice. the kids wanted to swim in the pool stuff like that we could be down there with them or we could just sit on the balcony and watch um so we did the the beach thing for a couple days then we did. Um, we went to a Bucky's gas station. Have you ever been to a Bucky's gas I station? I <clears throat> can't remember. I want to say I've been into one, but you were super excited that you Marco Poloed us from Bucky's, yeah. and you're like, guys, was, I found the I found the holy grail of gas stations. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I'd never been to a Bucky's before, and I was I was told that it was kind of a hybrid of a uh, uh, gas station meets Walmart. Yeah, and and that's exactly what it was. It was like a small Walmart. Like that's a how big it was, and and it it had a ton of things that you didn't need, okay. but you really wanted, and so it was like everything kind of like Walmart, <laughs> right, right. But then they also had like a full lunch counter. They had like you could eat dinner, there, really, all that kind of stuff. So you know we ate dinner there, you know ordered and then ate in the car. Um, I mean, name your slushy flavor. A wall of slushies. I mean, it was it was it was super cool. Uh, so we did that. I think want to say maybe the second night that we were there, which that it was a little bit of a trek to get there, but it was worth it. Yeah, and um, did kind of the uh, the amusement, not amusement park, but kind of like where they got like mini golf and yeah, and bumper boats and all that kind. So we did that. We did a little bit of um, uh, shopping, a little bit of uh, those like discount. Story. What do they call them? The Tanger outlets. And yeah, stuff the like outlet, that. Yeah. outlet shopping. Yeah. So we did a little bit of that. So because the, the first day, um, I got burned a little bit on my shoulders, but it wasn't too bad. But our littlest one, who's nine, uh, she got she got burned pretty good. Oh. And she, uh, 
she was not didn't want to reapply something you know i mean we did but yeah. it's like let it sit you got to let it sit you know all that kind of stuff so she was she was pretty uh she was pretty red pretty red after like the second day Oof. and so then we spent a couple of days not doing any kind of beachy stuff as a family yeah and um so yeah we had a we, we had a great time i got up i ran every morning Oh. That was the, the that was the goal. Did you run on the beach or by the beach? So I ran on the beach the first day, and I would have done it more often because it was super cool. But it hurt your feet. Well, it was so it did hurt my feet. Uh-huh. But because the way that the shoreline was, it was like super. The shoreline, slanted. really? Yeah, it was. It was super mm. slanted, and so you could either run on. I'd dry like to sand. run, but the shoreline's not really flat. Okay, so. let me tell you something, Mister Trips a lot. <laughs> You know what? If I were a rapper, I'd be Sir Trips a lot. You would be Sir Trips a lot. No, so it was like, so you could either run on dry sand or you could run on sand that was like at a 45 degree angle. Okay. And so like sideways. Okay. So not like down or, I mean, it was just like sideways. So, uh, so I ran once, but then it was like, eh, it's kind of like, isn't very fun. And I was super worried about like twisting an ankle or something like that. And I sharks. The beach. I didn't want to, you know, I wasn't really worried about sharks while okay. running. Right. Um, but as a kid, you know, I thought that like land sharks were like a thing. Have you seen the like the, from Sharknado? Uh, no, 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 no. I remember when I was real little, there was a scene in one of the Freddy movies, and I had really wholesome Christian parents that wouldn't let me watch Freddy. Well, it was so. the neighbor that was into Freddy. And I, so I saw We watched Freddy all the time. But yeah, but there's one that uh, it was a they blade. It was a shark, and he came up on the land, and you just see the blade going across the sand. So I thought like land sharks were like a thing when I was a kid. Okay. So, Thanks, but, Freddie. But, but now that I'm an adult, I don't worry about sharks when I'm... All right, do you know beach. that they're not real? Yeah. Okay. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now that I'm an adult, I don't I worry just, about it as much. <laughs> I figured the chances I mean, of like, getting bit by I'm a like land shark... I'm like 98% sure that they're not real. <laughs> no. So I, uh, so, yeah, so I ran on the beach the first day, Okay. but then uh, didn't the other days. I ran like to the beach and kind of like would walk around, stuff like that, but I wouldn't. So that was nice. I mean, it was just, it was, it was great. It was super relaxing. And the thing that we did that I recommend everyone do for like the really cool big vacations, because this was like, this wasn't a normal, this was like a substantial vacation for us, um, is we say, we've been saving money for like a year, just putting a little bit of money aside, a little bit. Right. And so the whole week we paid cash, we had a budget every day. Okay. And so like we could eat out, we could do all of the things that we wanted to do. We had You know, and, and we didn't spend a ton of money, but we spent, I mean, it was an expensive vacation, right? but it's like, we didn't have to worry about the butt going over budget or right. like, can we afford this? Everything was cash. Everything was there. Yeah. And so that was, and so it was just, it was nice. You didn't have to worry about anything. I left my phone in the room Ooh. some days and didn't even like bother to Check look it. at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, so it was great. We, <clears throat> That's we what I appreciate about my wife is she will budget our vacation, right. put money back each month. And then she's like, here's what we got. Right. And yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my wife does it. I don't. Yeah, I, I know, you know nothing about. So it, it's kind of nice because she'll be like, "All right, it's vacation, so here's how here's what we got." So right, it's super nice to have somebody responsible in the house that that budgets that stuff in yeah. and gets it all prepped and and ready. Yeah, we we got off to a little bit of a rough start for the first dinner. So I had looked online. At, yeah, you hadn't heard this story. So I looked online at some of the restaurants close by because a lot of it I thought was like within walking distance and stuff. Yeah. So the first night I was like, there's a pizza place that's down the street okay. that we should eat at. And everything 
down there in Alabama, it was much, it was even more loose restrictions, COVID-wise and mask-wise, than we have here in St. Louis. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little shocked. Everywhere I've went has less COVID restrictions than we do in Missouri. Yeah. And it shocked me. Well, I, I think it's just because we live in St. Louis. Okay. I, I, I think. I mean, even where you live is is was. I mean, I feel like things have kind of opened up and kind of back to normal. Yeah, I feel like when we go places now, it's more back to pre-COVID. Yeah, like I don't. But like even I don't up think until do I have a mask with me every time I leave. I see, and I I got so used to not thinking that when we had when right. we were on vacation. Like no, there was like no even in like. Colorado where you would have thought masks yeah. would have been prevalent. There were some stores that were like, Hey, please wear a mask, but like nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah. No. And I, then we no, come I back didn't. to Missouri and everybody's like, Oh, Hey. And like, I had to wear a mask for the first time, like to go yeah. in somewhere the other day. And I'm like, Oh, forgot about this. See, where did you go to require the mask? Like I haven't been, I had anyway. to get some blood work done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So, so we were at this pizza place and so we're like, Oh, this is right down the street. And it was, I don't know, half a mile. Okay. Maybe not even. Did you run there? And so I said, <laughs> no. So I said, you know, do we want to drive? And traffic was really bad. Yeah. Because they're getting in there. And so we just assumed the traffic will be really bad at the pizza place. So we walked and it was, the weather was great. Like a high of like 82 the entire week. Oh, man. Um, and so, so uh, which I think was kind of about a little bit lower than where you all were at. <laughs> but we'll By get about that. 38 degrees. <laughs> all right, we'll get to that in a minute. But no, so we go up to this pizza place. And so the, the walk was a little bit longer than what we had thought. But we're like, all right, whatever, we're going to make the best of it. And then we're in line, what we think is waiting to get in. And we quickly realize, oh, no, they're not doing dine-in. Oh, like, no. What in the world? Like, even places around here were doing dine-in. Right. But they didn't do dine-in. Like, I didn't even think to check to see if they had done, if they were allowing dine-in. So it was, you know, carry-out. So did they have mannequins in the in the? Seats? No, they did not. Not <laughs> like in France. Mm-hmm. So they um, that was Canada. Canada was it? Canada that was Canada. You go back to episode two and listen. Okay. Um, so then we decided. Okay, well, Crystal is going to order the food. I'm going to walk back and go ahead and get the van. And by the time I bring the van down, we'll just take the pizza, go home, okay, we'll go back to the place. And that was sounds. Fun. So I'm yeah. almost to the van, and so she calls me, and she's like, Jason, this is not going to work. She said that there's like a bunch of Grubhub people here, and it seems like they are way behind, and they told me that they wouldn't have a pizza ready for us for another two hours if we ordered right now. Ooh, man. So I'm like, what? That's and this a, is Memorial Day pizza. weekend in Gulf Shores. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, how did you not, you know, number one, how is your dining room not open? Secondly, like, how did you not think that this is going to be a busy week? I mean, maybe they had people call in. Maybe I mean, the pizza seemed right. like it was really good. We never did have it. It looks really good on their website. Next time we go down But I'm there, just saying, if we would have had that pizza, it would have been the best meal we had. Right. It would right. have. Mm. So, yeah. So, it got off to a little bit of a rough start. Okay. start with that so, what did you eat meal. that night? Uh, so, then we <laughs> drove around. And then there were some places that were, like, closed at 8 o'clock. And what I'm like, kind you're of closing at 8 o'clock in the middle of the summer on the Friday of Memorial Day. Oh, for crying out loud. I know. And so, we went to, like, two other places. We finally found this one restaurant that was still open and we pull in it has a tiny parking lot so i dropped the family off and then i'm like driving around looking for a parking spot right well we walked in they were still open but we walked in right behind an entire bus load oh. of baseball players oh like that's all of the these worst. kids and their families and kids. so we waited in line for like 45 minutes but it was minutes. like the only place and it was one of those places you order at the counter and then they bring you your food right and so, like, we didn't have anything else to do. Now, once we ordered, 
they had this huge like outdoor patio to where you could like play checkers you could yeah. you know all of this really cool stuff and so it was really nice and they had like this guy out there playing the guitar playing some cover songs of stuff i mean so it was kind of a cool Very atmosphere cool. once you ordered the food and they were working hard they did as good as they could i mean they yeah. were all moving i feel like whenever you're at a place of business, if you're having to wait a while, it makes it better whenever the staff is working hard. The staff and, is working hard and they got some entertainment for you. the staff is working hard at yeah. this place. And so we had agreed that, you know, next time we come down, we want to eat there again. But, yeah. but we want to, you know, we ended We're up. We're going to plan to, that out better. We had to eat the entire week at off hours or we had to just be prepared that we were going to wait for an hour and a half. So did you eat at like 3 p.m. with the old people? So we... Because well, sometimes, like, yeah. like I've been out to dinner with you guys. Last time we went to, um, we went to a Christmas Carol, and Crystal got the what did she get the roast, and we all made fun of her for being old. Where did we eat at? The Culvers. I don't think I was with you. Yeah, you were. I don't think I blocked that out. No, we all went to Culvers. Me, we you, cr- we caroled. We Christmas Carol. No, no, no. We went to see a Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then we all got like we're out at the Culvers and we got like burgers and fries and yeah. I was like, I'll have the roast beef dinner. Oh, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, all right, Grandma. <laughs> I, I forgot that you were. Yeah. So yeah, no, we just ate it off hours and so, but it was fine because the kids like sleep late and yeah. then you know you kind of snack. Quite a bit. We brought like a ton of snacks and things. Yeah. So you snack quite. A bit. So you're not really hungry for lunch until like two o'clock. Right. And then sometimes it was okay. We'll have sandwiches and then we'll have, you know, dinner. Dinner at like, at like eight or nine. Seven or eight, eight or yeah. whatever. Or we'll just like say, okay, we're gonna have dinner at like three thirty. Yeah. Before. And so it was. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't huge. Vacations are always good like that. Because yeah. You're not really thinking about it. You're yep. kind of busy doing other stuff. So you're just like, hey, you know what? I'll eat whatever. And then. Yeah. So it was good. I mean, part. it was it was one of those vacations that by the time we were halfway through it, we were already like planning for next year, and so we do that too. We book yeah. sometimes we booked on the way home. <laughs> well, so we didn't. The place that we stayed was great, but they don't have their June dates yet for twenty twenty two. So are you going back there next year? Well, so I don't I don't know. Part okay. of the part of the issue with next year is that we've got a son who's graduating high school. And so we've got like graduation, we've got parties, things like that. Yeah. And then, so the, so graduation next year is on May 31st. Uh, and then he leaves for France on June 9th, we. we think. And so we've got like that kind of time period that we can do something. But I don't know if we're going to go back to Gulf Shores. We talked about maybe going to the East Coast. I don't know. Okay. So, and then I doubt that he's going to want to do any kind of like senior trip thing with his friends right but if he does i think his last day of school is like the 18th so he's got a couple weeks he's got a couple weeks to kind of so i don't know but we're we're talking about it we're looking at it oh nice so yeah so tell me about uh your so what was the temperature where you were at so the temperature we were at in moab utah was 105 degrees (laughs) um and that's not like that's the actual temperature that's not like i believe it was 100 with 105 with the heat index wow. so yeah i don't think yeah it it's was a dry heat it's a dry heat so the the temperature gauge in my van said 105 so i was like oh well this is amazing is that the radio station <laughs> turns out it wasn't it was the temperature gauge um yeah so we went to moab very red and sweaty oh my god was more i more red yeah. and more sweaty than usual oh my goodness gracious so we, the first day, so we went to Arches Park, which if you go there, the arches are pretty awesome. Like cool. looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a work, like you've got to work for this vacation. You've got right. to work for the scenery. Which how does, I mean, what is, isn't that, aren't those antithetical? 
I don't know what You've that means. You've got to work for the vacation. Yeah. All good things in life you have to work for, right? But a vacation to me is not a place that I go to like work really hard. Okay. It's a place that I go <laughs> to be recharged, refilled, and not work very but hard. But have you seen these rocks? I mean, I, I can Google. I can Google I Gulf saw, Shores. I saw... And you know what? I could probably... Uh, FedEx me some some food from that place too. You probably could. Actually, you probably could. No. It's 2021. Um, but yeah, all right. So, so arches, yeah, they they were beautiful. So yeah, they were really nice. So we hiked up the one which was the worst hike. It was like a three mile hike up rocks basically, Whoa. and you had to hike up there to get to. How did your knees handle that? They, they were they were a little sore when I was done. They were screaming. They were screaming. They were like, <laughs> "This is not fun, guy." So I'm like, all right. So we had our little camelbacks on, our little waters, you know, and right. uh, like real, real hikers. And um, I'll be honest with you, I got terrified of heights while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> we got to that arch, and like I climbed up, and as you're climbing up, you're going around the cliff, and you look down, and there's a cliff on the side. I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, I forgot I was afraid. Of, I was scared of heights, right. so I go up there, and then you kind of climb through this one area, and then you see the delicate arch, which everybody goes up to and takes their picture with. I didn't realize that it was also on a cliff and you had to basically walk down this big slant of a cliff to get to it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I kind of felt a little bad. Like my family right. took the picture and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good guys. I'm going to start heading down. Yeah. I'll be good. Yeah. Um, so we did that. We saw a lot of the arches, got a lot of hiking in, but we realized a couple of days in, uh, there's not really a ton to do right. here. It's just kind of the national parks. And we saw like the, um, the canyon lands and stuff like that. Right. So then we're like, you know what? Let's cut this part short. We love mountains. We're a mountain family. I have mountains tattooed right. on my arm. Right. I love mountains so much. I see that. Yeah. And uh, getting that finished up actually next month. Um, More mountains? Uh, well, it's going to be like a landscape. Oh. So, okay. yeah. Some reflections and things Remember like how that. I was saying that I have zero to contribute on a conversation of tattoos? This is me trying. Yeah. That's, you're right. failing miserably <laughs> as with normal conversation. Um kind of like your comforting conversations too. Right. Um, I'm really good at those. Yeah. So to set that into perspective, (laughs) you know what? I don't even want, I don't want to get into it, but I had a little health scare this week and I'm talking to Jason. He goes, well, it's probably cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks. It sounds like cancer. Yeah. And you said it really obnoxiously. Well, that sounds like cancer as he laughs. So, um, so we cut. I the, <laughs> was sweet to you later. No, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. So we make the trip back into Colorado, and we're like, you know what? We'll stay in Colorado Springs because that was really, honestly, the only place we can get a place uh, in Colorado Springs. So my wife books this hotel. She goes, "This sounds like it's going to be a fun hotel. It's got a total hipster vibe. It's got good reviews. We ordered it on Booking dot com, and we start looking it up, and it's basically like a total hippie retreat. So we get in there." And my wife gets in there, totally not as advertised on booking.com. They're like, we can get you a room, but you're going to have nothing with it. And I'm like, well, we've got four kids. Like we're going to have to have some sort of amenities to be able to like do food, snacks, stuff like that in the room. Like we need a fridge at least or something. Which you were telling me when you stayed in Moab, yeah, it was one big room. Yeah. It's one big room. We had bunk beds and then a bed for me and Jen. It's not a kitchen. No, so you it's just like have a microwave, and you all will go and buy your microwavable meals, and that's what you'll eat for like. Depending, like one night if we ordered you're pizza, right in the room. Yeah, that's what you eat. Yeah, so we'll get like choice microwavable burgers or something like that. 
Well, other nights we'll go out to eat. I, you are you are such a jerk. Well, I'm just like I'm sorry that we budget. I'm well. just trying to imagine. Listen, in the grand scheme of things, we usually get a cabin in the mountains, That's true, and we have do. a full kitchen. I will I will I will vouch for that. Right. So this one, we were just like, hey, let's see if we can do this and make right. it work. And we made it work. And my right. son, the problem is, is my one son, Riley, only eats Pizza Hut, Domino's, or McDonald's. Like, are you serious? Like, like he will not eat a Burger King burger. Why? We're very limited. I don't like that one. Like, if I have right. to be honest, if we have to get rid of a child, who, he's going to be the one without Riley. Okay. Yeah. So Why does he only eat that? I don't know. He's a weird kid. How, and how old is he? He's a like little 13. 13? He's 14. 14? Yeah. He's old enough to know better. He should. Right. So we were like, let's Riley, do Colorado Springs. Grow up. Grow up, Riley. <clears throat> you jerk. So we do Colorado Springs. We get there to this hotel, and Jen comes out after checking, and she's like, we can't stay here. There's right. like It doesn't have this, this, or that. I'm like, oh, yeah. So we spend an hour and a half in a parking lot. Chloe's bawling in the back, like, I don't want to end vacation. We're like, we're going to be okay. It's mm-hmm. fine. And right. then, so I'm like, we always generally, when we go out of town on our short trips, because we like to travel. Right. So we, yeah, we, you do. we generally will go to like a La Quinta Inn. La Quinta. La Quinta. So they're typically new. They're newer, or they take old hotels and rehab them. Right. From our experience. Right. And right. they're generally clean. They're good. Right. A solid three and a half stars. I would give them a solid four. Okay. Okay, potato, potato. Um, so I'm like, oh, well, here's a La Quinta, this part of town. Mm-hmm. Jen's like, okay. So we couldn't find anything else. I called her like, oh, it's, you know, X price. You know, we got you in, two beds, whatever. I'm like, we'll make it work. Because a lot of times you get there and they have a pull-out bed. Designers can... make it work. It's like Tim Gunn. You don't know that? I'm All ending right, this on. podcast right now. <laughs> Man-ish. <laughs> so um, we get there. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, please no. God, no. Right. Like, it is a crap hole of a hotel. Like, so I go in and I check in, super nice. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. We got some construction workers staying here and this and that. And I'm like, okay, and no big deal. You know, that happens a lot at hotels. So they're like, here's your room. So then I start walking to our room, which is in the middle of this courtyard where there's just like, I mean, cigarette butts, trash all over Mm. the place. Like, it is like... They literally took an old, right. like, drug-infested, like, apartment complex and slapped La Quinta in on the... <laughs> on the. Right. So we opened the door, and I'm like, oh, my God. The only thing new in that room was that they just put down some laminate flooring, <laughs> which I can say I appreciate laminate flooring in hotels. Cigarette yeah. Butts. So I'm just going to be real. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I had to use the bathroom at this hotel. And I'm like, I'm already in there, and I'm like, this is horrible. So I go to use the bathroom. I'm in there for a minute. I had an (laughs) eight-hour drive. (laughs) I didn't know you were going to share this part. (laughs) I thought you wanted me to, honestly. Uh, We're here now. Yeah, I mean, I just thought you would more gracefully cover this. I (laughs) I mean, I could have told you what I said when I Marco Polo'd you. (laughs) Right, yeah. All right, go on. So I use the bathroom, and... The toilet doesn't flush. (laughs) 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 Toilet doesn't flush. I'm like, remember that scene from Dumb and Dumber? He's trying to flush the toilet. He's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Harry, I hope you're not using the toilet. It's broken. That's what it felt like. (laughs) Right, right, right. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I come out of the room, and I'm like, I look at Jen. Chloe (laughs) is on the bed crying because she hates the hotel that bad. 
I look at Jen, I was like... <laughs> so this is the second time that you've mentioned that Chloe's crying. <laughs> yes. Chloe did a lot of crying that day. <laughs> I look at Jen, and I was like, there's no way that we are staying here. She's like... <laughs> Not after what I she's just She's like, did. we... <laughs> she goes, we literally just got all the bags out. And I was like, and we can literally just put them back in the van just as quick. She goes, well, I had a hotel, like, in a cart, like, ready to, you know, finalize. I was like, do it. I'll be right back. So I ran up to the front desk and I was like, You wouldn't believe what someone <laughs> left in this bathroom. I refuse to stay here. I refuse here. to stay here. There is something in the toilet and I didn't do it. I'm like, so no, I should have thought of and that. There's this crying child that came with the room. So but the laminate flooring is nice. Laminate flooring is great. Now, mind you, I couldn't get the door open or shut. Like I shut the door and I'm like banging on it to get it open because like it's stuck on the laminate floor because they didn't right. take into account the floor the raising. Lift. Right. Yeah. Lip. So I go in there and I'm like, hey, we just checked in. I need to check out. Like, am I going to get charged? And they're like, no, we're fine. What's going on? I was like, a couple things. One, toilet won't flush. Door won't open. And there's been some creepy guys. I didn't even mention this. Creepy guys staring at my daughters yeah, as, we're un, as we're unloading. Like, super creepy. Like, and hit on your wife, too, didn't So, and then that's when my wife. So we got, yeah, the, like some, like, shady looking fellas came up to my wife was like talking about her dog and looks at my wife and says, I bet your barks worse than your bite too. Ooh. And I'm like, Shane, <laughs> Shane I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm like, this stuff's going on out there. They're like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to pack my stuff. They're like, bring your keys back and we won't charge you. I'm like, okay. So I pack up the van and literally throw everything in there. Jen books the other hotel. I go back in and the manager walks out with me. She goes, well, what's going on? I was like, toilet don't flush. She goes, okay, I'll go in there and fix that. I'm like, hmm, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, ma'am. You really should have just said there was something in there. <laughs> there was something in there. I should have. And um, I was like, the door don't flush. She goes, yeah, we have them coming out and, and fixing the door. The door don't flush. The door don't open and shut. <laughs> so, the door doesn't flush. The toilet <laughs> the, doesn't open. The toilet doesn't open. <laughs> so... And it was just, it was a dirty room. Like, it was right. filthy. <coughs> and is that by, like, a normal person's standards yes. or yours? Yeah. I, I want to say we got pictures, but I don't know. Maybe we were in too much of a hurry to get out. I'm going to Google right. it and send you guys pictures. Please. So, yeah. So, ends up, we go to this other hotel. Jen walks in to check in, and they're like, oh, yeah, it sounds like you guys had a bad experience. She kind of told them about it. They get us in. I think she thought it was me and Jen only. <laughs> <laughs> we travel with four kids, people. Right. That's a lot of crap. Right. So I go in after Jen comes back out and I was like, do you have one of those little wheelie things that we can bring <laughs> luggage in on? She goes, kind of confused, looked at me. Yeah, sure. So I go out there and we have like a week's worth of stuff for a family. Right. It's like John and Kate plus eight when right. they went to <laughs> Disneyland. Like we had a U-Haul trailer. Right. So we get like I loaded up and then we're walking through. We got our dog and everything else. And the lady just looks at us like, oh, <laughs> she didn't like me for about two nights. It was right. the third night that we were there. Or no, it was the second night that we were there. So it was like the first day and a half. She did not like me. And then the second the night I was walking the dog and I came back in, she stopped and talked to me and like was totally fine. So, um, oh, yeah. And then the last night we were there, there was a lot of people smoking weed out in the in their rooms because every time I would park right. out in the lobby or like the hallway right it was that's Colorado that is yeah, yeah. so well you made it back made it back 
and uh, excited to be back. And we we and you're back for a th- whole three days, and then you take off again, right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> a week. I'm sorry. Oh, a week. And then we did decide next Less year. Less than a week, because don't you leave Friday? No, I leave next Friday. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah. So then we decided next year we're doing the beach and the Smoky Mountains again. Oh. That's our go-to. Yeah. And honestly, when you find a good vacation spot, it is okay to redo that. Yeah. Well, so that's what we were talking about. Is yeah. that like. If we go south, we want to do Gulf Shores again because there was a number of things that we didn't get a chance to yeah. do that we want to. And, yeah. yeah. And, like, there's a reason, like, because we were paying for stuff, like, out in Colorado and it was super expensive. Yeah. And we're like, this is why we always go to, like, Tennessee because most of the national parks are free. Yeah. And everything that we do there is cheaper, so. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what, so I, I one question. You obviously drove a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. So, you had mentioned, I can't remember if you said it here or said it before we went on. That you do. Oh, yeah, because you're talking about the bear. About yeah. how, you know, you do sunflower, sunflower seeds. seeds and soda. And soda. And so that is your go-to to stay awake. Yeah. Just like everyone in the car fall asleep. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I was going to ask you that. So, yeah, I pretty much, I drove every 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 second. I think right. Jen drove for like 20 minutes and she's like, uh, you want to take back over? I'm like, <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So I pretty much drive. How about you? Do you drive the whole time? Yeah, I drive the whole time. Yeah. So it, it, every now and then... Crystal might drive for a little bit. And yeah. Something, but for, it's me. We were actually talking about this and like, I didn't budget the money Yeah, for the trip. I didn't make a packing list for anyone other than right. me. Right. Yeah. Like she took care of all of that. She made sure everybody had sunscreen. She bought everybody swimsuits. Oh yeah. Sure way. Like she took care of all of the logistics. I feel like that's it. the, fi- like they, like Jen, right. Jen's the same way. She takes care of the logistics. So do. I'm like, yeah, you're about to say? I sure caught myself. <laughs> You can't say they in 2021, those women, Um, the women folk are good at just getting things together. Yeah. No, no. She, she took care, takes care of all the logistics of it. Yeah. And so in exchange, she doesn't have to drive. Right. And so I'm like, that's fair. I try to do that too. Plus, honestly, it's a pride thing. Maybe this is a guy thing. Like it's pride thing that I'm like, I drove this whole way. While you lose or I, slept. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of get that, too. <clears throat> yeah. I kind of get that, too. No, but not so much uh, while you lose or slept, but more kind of... I'm spiteful. Uh, well, I'm I'm not really spiteful. Yeah, you but are. I, no, I'm not. But um, I do to compare, like, to other guys. And they're, well, I drove this far. No, I drove that. You know. Yeah. It's like, but yeah. I, For sure. You know. Yeah. So, and I always try to, like, beat the time, you know, that the GPS says. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to get there at 5.30 p.m. And then so it's like it goes down to like by the time you stop for lunch, it's like 5, 12 p.m. You're like, ah, look at what I did. And then you right. stop for lunch, you get back in the car and it's like 540. I'm like, dang it. I Son of a gun. No, what am I going to do? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. The good thing about going out west is our speed limits hit 75 to 80. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Wow. Like, and it's awesome. And I'm usually not a speeder, but like yeah. when I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I want to get there. Right. Because like you're on these two lane roads that go for like literally it's like in 300 miles, stay on I-70. Right. And right. I'm like, oh. Right. So I'm like, so let's see how Kansas. I can. Oh my God, Kansas is horrible. Yeah, yeah, Kansas is the worst. Yeah, we yeah get down to Gulf Shores. There's a couple of different ways to do it. Yeah, but we were really like what we learned about it is that if you see a nice gas station that you because we can't stop. just stop just anywhere, just stop because yep. it's going to be a while before it's, you see the next one. Yep, that's how it was through like Kansas and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. And and honestly, I feel like driving south and driving east, like yeah. the Tennessee drive to us is awesome like yeah yeah we, no, t- tennessee's a good driver you know because yeah. we, we'll go to nashville a lot of times when we go yeah you know further east that's like the town it's an easy drive because like the first couple times we went there i was like eight hours and it just felt like forever right but now that we've driven like 
to South Dakota and we've driven like 15 right. plus hours or whatever. Now right. it's like, oh, eight hours. That's a quick drive. Yeah. It's, cool. a, yeah, it doesn't, it's all about yeah. perspective. And I think podcasts, like I always plan like what I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to. And I've got those uh, headphones that like don't go in your ears. Yeah. And so you can still like hear, hear what's going traffic on. Traffic and all that I need to get stuff. those. Yeah, you should. So yeah. I started listening to some podcasts on the way home, like Paige and Carter, my older ones. They were like, if you let us drive, we'll get there faster. And I'm like, oh my God. So I just put in my headphones so I could ignore right. them. Um, and then, yeah, I got caught up on some podcasts. Yeah. My favorite right now is the Tim Hawkins podcast, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. Yeah, that's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, I've listened to a few episodes. So what we want to do is we want to hear from people. We yeah. put a, a, a little bit of a, uh, a plea out there on Facebook. We don't have a ton of followers yet. We haven't yeah. really pushed the Facebook page. Right. But um, but we, you know, now that uh, this is going to be going live here soon, and we're going to have actual listeners to our podcast. Yeah, if you're hearing hoping. this, we want your vacation stories. Vacation stories, yeah. yeah. And so tell about your crazy vacations, wacky vacations, your uh, what you do to stay awake, your driving patterns, things like that. Yeah. So we want to... Your go-to snacks. Your go-to snacks. All so yeah, it. I'm a Chex Mix guy. Chex Mix. I did get yeah. some Chex Mix in... Yeah. Um, What's next to Kansas? No, it was Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, well, I had heard that there is something legitimately to the idea that if you crunch something yeah. it, it keeps you awake no that's true because i would yeah. start to fall asleep and then i'd grab a handful of sunflower seeds and just start spitting in a cup and i'm like and the See, next I thing i know sunflower seeds. i'm telling you they they tear my mouth up because it's so much salt yeah like it's pretty bad like yeah. it's it's by the time i'm done i'm like ugh, i need some water and right. like a kidney flush yeah but i i, I do checks mix and then i'll typically do uh, coffee and water, but that's normally my go-to. I don't really. Yeah, I, I'll drink a soda like occasionally. I have a goal, a goal of the, my next long trip. I just need to drink water. Mm. So yeah, yeah, and I but I try not to drink <clears throat> a whole lot because my wife you is pretty militant about how often we stop. Really, and when you have three kids, it's like then everybody has to get out. And somebody wants yep. a snack at the gas station. It's yep. like it's a big. And thing. we always take our dog because my mom and dad almost killed my dog last vacation. Right, we went. right, right. I remember. That. <clears throat> so we got to take the dog out too. Yeah. So it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been great. It's good to up. be back. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited to, to to be back. I'm excited uh, about what we've got going on here in the next couple of yeah. episodes. We're going to hear some from uh, some people about uh, about management and, and supervising people. Yeah. And uh, we've got some guests lined up that are going to tell us all about that. And then also we've got some uh, social media uh, etiquette, etiquette. email etiquette. I'm looking forward to I that I think one. I'm going to have breakfast with him in the morning. We're going to see if that's the direction If he actually he pans out, right? Right. No, I'm sure he'll pan out. <clears throat> I, honestly, whatever topic he whatever wants topic to do, he wants to I'm good. So, so he's going to be on our podcast, so we're going to need to be on his. He's on a podcast? Yeah, he's got a podcast. I did not know that. Yeah, he's kind of at about the same stages that we're at. So he's okay. recording and hasn't released yet. Gotcha. But, did not know that. Yeah, he, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name of it. Off the, I, I, I think I know what it is, but I would hate to say it and be wrong. Yeah, plus you don't want to out him. Right. right. So, awesome. Yeah, so cool. this is going to be good. Perfect. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, also, quick disclaimer: you've already gotten through the first. Th- you know what? No, I'm not even going to put that. I'm going to cut that off. You yeah, know, I they've think. already listened to the first three episodes. That's when we got the sound kind of effy. I think we're fixing yeah, it. I, I think, think the sound is a lot better. It only yeah. took you about two hours to get it set up tonight. <sighs> Have a great day, everybody. All right, we'll see you. <laughs>